Hello and welcome to episode 376 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can for my allotment and garden. It's Christmas week and as always, I try to make sure I have got enough food grown for our Christmas dinner. But I'll be talking about that in just a moment. Firstly, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It's Saturday the 19th of December 2020 today. Today I have had a day at home. Now as you know over the last few weeks I have been concentrating on building my shed and I completed the actual shed build last week as you no doubt know from last week's podcast. I've still got the inside to do which I could have done today but I felt you know what I'm going to have a bit of time away from the shed and focus on just getting my garden into a bit of a better state because I've let it go a bit. So I basically had a bit of a a run around tidying up, picking bits and pieces up. The strong winds and the rain have made quite a bit of a mess, especially on my paved areas, my patio areas, where it's just so wet and it doesn't run away very well. It's something I'm going to have to look at. Now, we did have a few showers, so I was quite often dodging the showers in between all this, but I I tidied the garden up and I'm relatively happy with it. I've put quite a few compostable materials into a compost bin, which is filling up nicely. Haven't been able to chop it down because it's too wet to get the lawnmower out, and that is what I would really have liked to do. Now, after that, I then decided to wash out my root trainers and some of my other pots now this is something i like to do quite regularly just give them a good washout in warm water that way they are good for the next year and the reason i clean them out is obviously they get stained in a bit of mud and stuff which probably doesn't make a huge amount of difference but all that harbors disease and i don't want any of my plants catching any disease next year so i've just given them a clean out now you could use something like Jay's Fluid, a disinfectant, but I don't like doing it. I feel that's a bit unnecessary. I just give them a good clean in warm water and then dry them and then store them away, ready to use again. Fairly easy to do and it's something that, like I say, I do do quite often. Now, five of those pots I've cleaned and dried and now I've filled them back up with multi-purpose compost and I've popped those in my heated propagator to warm up. reason I'm doing this is that back in November I sowed some chili seeds and they've germinated and they're growing really, really quite well. But they are still in seed sowing compost so they need to go in something a bit better with a bit more room for the roots to grow and the plants to grow. So I'm going to warm up those pots with the multi-purpose compost in and then tomorrow I can set about potting those on into their own individual pots. And then tomorrow I can set about putting those chilli plants into their own individual pots. So that is what I've been up to today. A fairly productive day, just getting on top of things. I am really not liking December this year. A lot of rain, a lot of windy weather. But we are approaching the shortest day on Monday. So that suddenly seems to change things, I find. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. But that is all I've been up to today. 
It's Sunday the 20th of December 2020 today and it's been another day at home. Now I did want to go down the allotment today but overnight we had a lot of rain and I mean a lot of rain that my back garden was basically pretty much flooded and I kind of figured that if I went down the allotment it'd be pretty much in the same position and probably end up getting the van stuck or wouldn't be able to do much anyway so I figured I'll stay at home. Now in the morning we continued to rain, but by the afternoon it did start to brighten up a bit. So when it brightened up I did go outside. Now the lawn was still very, very muddy and wet and uh, boggy, so we couldn't really do anything on there. What I did was I went into the greenhouse and tidied that up, cleared out a lot of the old plants now that we have in there and rearranged some of the plants that I am keeping in there. I've got uh, my banana trees, my peach trees and some of my seedlings, all of which are doing quite well in there and they will uh, continue to grow on fairly, fairly well. But I've made a bit more room in there basically because the path was blocked up with some of my potato pots. Now on the subject of potato pots, you will know I've got Christmas new potatoes. It's the first year I have tried growing those. Well, I emptied one of those pots and I've got to say, I've got a decent amount of Christmas potatoes, more than enough for what we need. Uh, it's only my wife and my wife's mum this year, so we haven't got to worry too much. I'm sure everyone's plans are different, but yeah, Christmas new potatoes. They're going to be something a bit different. Of course, I'll be having proper roasty potatoes because I much prefer my roast potatoes on my Christmas dinner. But every little helps. Now after that I went to my potting station, so basically where I sow a load of seeds and, and pot plants up, and I sowed a load of broad beans and peas. Now these are seeds that I've had left over, and I figured I was just going to use these up. So I filled up some root trainers with multi-purpose compost, and sowed broad beans and peas, and they have then gone back into the greenhouse, and they will be ready. Well, they should germinate. And they should germinate and continue to grow throughout the winter and we'll get those, well they'll probably go out quite early on in the spring and we should get an early crop of them. Now I've got way, way too many seeds that I sowed so I'm going to end up with way too many plants so I'll probably be figuring out a way to get rid of more of these boiled beans and pea plants nearer the time but we'll worry about that when it happens. So that kind of sums up what I've been up to today and I guess this is going to be the end for this week. So I will meet you back in the podding shed but before that let's run a commercial break. Well hopefully you're enjoying this podcast so far. We'll be back with the content in just a moment but I just want to take this opportunity to ask if you would consider becoming a member of the VegCrowd Podcast Supporters Members Club. It costs just £5 a month and for that £5 it enables me to keep the podcasts going and encourage more people to grow their own food. But in return... What you will get for that £5 is each month you get several packets of seeds sent directly to your front door and these seeds can be sown in that corresponding month. Added to that, you will get behind the scenes podcasts, videos, blog posts, a lot more content for your money. To find out more and become a member, head to the vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk and click on the supporting members link. 
Well, now the shortest day is over with and the days will start getting longer and longer. Our gardening tasks will become more and more. We'll get busier and busier. And more importantly, we'll be able to sink our teeth into something really great into the garden. Now, we do have that one celebration that I always try to make sure that I've grown plenty of food for. And with the news over the last couple of days, I am so thankful that I have been growing my food in preparation for our Christmas dinner. So without sounding too smug, we pretty much have every veg we need. And I will be picking all these fresh on Christmas Day. Now the exception to what I won't be picked fresh is what I mentioned in the diary section, which is the new potatoes. Now, these were planted in July, August time as a bit of an experiment. And I've heard lots of people doing this uh, over the years. And I just thought, I'm going to give it a try this year. Now, out of just one bucket, I do have enough new potatoes for us to have on the table at Christmas. And these will just simply be piled in a pan of salted water with a bit of mint then drained and served on the table. Simple, nothing fussy about that. Now, personally, I am personally I am more of a fan of roast potatoes, which I will harvest Christmas morning. Give them a good wash, peel them, and then roast them in my halogen oven for about 45 minutes. These potatoes are a variety called King Edward, which I planted back in March in the ground on the allotment but I have left them in the ground until I am ready to harvest them there is a risk of getting more slug damage by leaving them in the ground but I've done this for many years now and it it seems to work fine for me Christmas just isn't Christmas without Brussels sprouts I know that not everybody likes sprouts but I really do enjoy these personally I believe they get overcooked a lot, which is why they get a bad reputation. They only really need about four or five minutes in a pan of boiling water. I sow my Brussels sprouts back in March in my shed and grow them on to plant them out in April, where they will stay in the ground right up until I harvest them in the winter months. Just keep them well watered. The odd handful of garden lime is all they need and a bit of feed every now and then. Now added to that we have leeks which I sow back in February. I always find that we have so many seeds in a packet and I try and sow the whole packet. Once these are planted out I leave them in the ground until I need them. Although this year I had so many leek seedlings that I grew some more in pots which were scattered all over the place. This year it actually paid off. The leeks in the ground actually became so swamped with cooch grass that I ended up deciding to harvest the whole lot and clear the ground so it was cleared and I didn't have to worry about it. But the only reason I could do this was that I knew I had still had more in pots ready, not just for Christmas but also a great many meals. Now parsnips and carrots, I'm going to lump these in the same section because these are pretty much grown at the same time and in the same way. I sowed these back in the middle of April in some deep containers which have been filled with multi-purpose compost. The reason I do this is that I have found on my hard clay soil my carrots struggle to germinate. And I also found that I get much better results with both parsnips and carrots grown in compost. So that's why I do that. 
what else do we have? Well, cabbages, of course. Now, I sowed these cabbages back in May, and they're a variety called January King. I planted those out in the allotment in about July time, with some more lime added to the soil to adjust the pH. Now, the lime really makes a difference to how well cabbages and other brassicas grow. So I really do recommend adding a bit of lime to the soil. Now to cook cabbages, I like to braise these in a slow cooker with some onions, apple, cinnamon, sugar, some apple juice and some cider vinegar. It's really tasty and easy to cook and ready to go. There is one thing that I have not been able to produce for Christmas dinner, and that is Swede. I have failed for many years with Swede, not because I can't grow them, but because I never seem to have space for them when they're ready. I sow these in May in my shed, which is probably about the right time to sow them. Then I pop them up into root trainers where they seem to stay till about September. The reason they seem to stay in these root trainers until September is because I either become too busy and I forget about them or that I don't have space for them. If I plant them out in September, they're a bit stunted. It's too late for them to be ready for Christmas and it's just a bit of a, a, a failure. Now, by rights, I should sow these directly where they are to grow or dedicate a space especially for them. Next year, I shall be making changes for this, but I'll be discussing that next week well that pretty much covers all the veg that we have on christmas day we just need a few herbs rosemary sage thyme which i have outside my back door they're there all year round and i just pick them as i need them earlier in the year i also made some red currant jelly and cranberry jelly for my berries that i picked at that time that is pretty much our homegrown christmas dinner from our plots in a nutshell sounds delicious and i really can't wait till i tuck in on all these on christmas day well before i close up for this week i have the item of the week which is my little way to show some support to the companies out there who with how this year has been i think they need all the help that they can get but also as a way of me recommending a product that i have and use in my own garden as a suggestion for you and this week I have the Hori Hori knife. I bought this earlier this year and I found it great just to have on my belt while working in a garden or allotment. A Hori Hori knife is a classic Japanese multi-purpose tool. Of course, the knife feature is handy for many cutting tasks, but this tool also can be used for weeding or as a trowel for digging small holes to plant out some plants. It's a truly useful tool to keep on your person at all times. And I've said before with another multi-purpose garden tool I've spoken about, by simply having these tools to hand, it means that so many more tasks get accomplished with less procrastination. The Hori Hori that I have is from Nuwaki and it costs £24 with £4 postage and packaging at the time of recording. It might be a bit late in all honesty to get this in time for Christmas now, but it's certainly worth looking at nonetheless, especially if you get some money for Christmas. Well, that is it for this week. I shall be back next week for the final episode of the year. And that episode, I will be discussing what my garden plans are for 2021. So please join me for that. In the meantime, let me know what you are harvesting for your dinner. You can email me, richard at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Leave a comment at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Or you can find me on social media. Have a very, very happy Christmas or whatever you may celebrate. And until next time, please take care.